welcome to Then Let's Fix It, where we discuss critical issues around logistics and supply chain management in the Caribbean. But more than that, where we mobilize to resolve these issues so that we become some of the world's most attractive logistics jurisdictions. I'm your host, Collis Williams. Visit our website at rdleagle.com to join the discussion. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Google Play. And when you're done, don't forget to leave us a review. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing international logistics, its relation to our people's sustainability, and their ability to earn for themselves. There's no gain saying the fact that the price you pay for local mangoes has a significant effect on the price that can be charged for imported mangoes. Similarly, local beef as opposed to imported beef. Because you can't convince me that you prefer to go to the supermarket and pay $10 a pound for mangoes when you can buy them even sweeter beside the road but from your little vendor at 50 cents a pound. And I specifically choose these commodities because we are speaking here about sustainability and how local, the local supply of a product suppresses what can be charged for an imported or international product. So let's take that same thought and discuss international logistics in the Caribbean. There is no significant homegrown logistics solution in the Caribbean which we can lever on to enhance the sustainability of our people, either by price, service efficiency, or even uniqueness. And therein lies the real challenge. We've left our people exposed to whatever demands are made by shareholders of some of these massive multinational logistics providers who are fundamentally only after their profit. And, and, and it's left us with no real avenue to negotiate with them. And to be quite honest, we cannot continue to leave this situation as it is. Let's, discuss, let's develop this discussion even a little more. Duties in our Caribbean islands are charged on fundamentally the cost of an item plus the insurance to ship that item and the shipping cost of moving that item from the point of origin to our Caribbean shores. Now that is a sum on which we only have access to controlling, if possible, the shipping costs. We, do we not admit that duty will continue to climb and be thrust on the backs of our people if we don't establish some control of these costs? Remember, we can only concern ourselves with costs which we, over which we can have control. The free market will take care of the supplier's costs. We have to find a solution for this gaping hole in our structure. And the idea of not protecting our people from the onslaught of worldwide external demands or even fighting back 
to make our people more competitive and dominant on the world market should be foreign to us all in the Caribbean. Let's go further. Consider that you have no control on shipping costs, but you're also faced with accessorial charges in the form of demurrage charges. Now, demurrage is a charge being levied on the time you take or use the container in which your goods were shipped. And these demurrage charges now are being aggressively pursued by the shipping lines who bring these containers to our shores. And do you know what? These charges are being pursued in U.S. dollars. Think for a moment of the fact that the demerge free period is set by a company who has no relation to the, some of the very archaic and prohibitive governance structures that we, the people of the Caribbean, continue to endure before we can get access to our product. So you can see already the compounding effect of not having a negotiating lever on our people's earnings and our people's ability to be sustained. Lastly, let's pause and take a look at the cost of this prohibitive construct in government and the cost that the poor efficiencies in the public dispatch of public service to our people. Whether customs, whether port, plant, health, to name just a few, the result, the, 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 the net result, however, is that there are some punitive charges being levied on our people's earning capacity. Storage charges, demurrage charges, and, and, and many other uncontrolled logistics cost components. And who feels this most? Our people. So then let's fix it. Let's make a concerted effort to approach those who lead our economies and dispatch this information in view of protecting our people's sustainability. But then more than that, like our very own Usain Bolt would have had a team around him to protect him from injury. He also had a team constructed around him to get the most out of his talent, his discipline and his work ethic. We have to get our leaders to understand that we too need them to work with us so that we get more out of our people's talent, creativity, discipline and work ethic. And we will join them if they would let us to take action so that our people can deliver like Usain Bolt's management would have delivered for him victory after victory after victory. Well then, let's fix it. Why do we not ring fence all intra-Caribbean logistics and develop some economy of scale for a profitable intra-Caribbean service? And this applies to ocean freight, air freight, postal services. Why not bring all Caribbean deliveries into two or three ports and use our own solutions for intra-Caribbean movement? Won't we mitigate the foreign currency outflow? 
when we force the external providers to fight among themselves for a bigger piece of the pie and increase their competitiveness amongst themselves? Why don't we stop all containers at these select ports of entry and zero the demerge impact on our economies? I dare you to take a look at the demerge imposition regionally. I must ask this sarcastically at this point. Are we courageous enough to leave this unresolved? Let's talk about the logistics of having cargo cleared. We have to implement solutions which will minimize the cost of doing business. It's of no value to anyone to have systems of governance, whether customs or health or plant quarantine or whatever you want to call it, such that they exacerbate the time to market for our products. Add to that the fact that you're paying interest on monies employed for the length of time that efficiencies persist. And who are you paying that interest to? A bank who has shareholders in Canada who don't mind you continuing to be inefficient doing business as long as it redounds to the benefit of their bottom line. Well, let's collaborate with our local authorities to do all we can from our end to ensure the sustainability of our people. And then let's start to design a solution together which bring fences intra-Caribbean logistics, becomes the most efficient logistics solution for our people's hard-earned capital, and most of all, propels our people by giving their talent, their creativity, and their work ethic the best opportunity to succeed. Join the discussion. We will continue to share our dialogues with the right arms of government while working tirelessly to free our people's ability. Indeed, the world needs our Caribbean flavor in order to be balanced. Well, then let's fix it. And as Bill Gates would once say, if we are born poor, that's not our fault. But if we die poor, shame on us. Let's take the responsibility to then let's fix it. Thanks so much for listening. I'd be happy to hear your thoughts on this episode. Simply join the discussion forum on our website, rdleagle.com. You can also contact me at rcollis at rdleagle.com. See you next time on Then Let's Fix It. There's so much more to discuss.